Branding BFF is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Branding BFF, a podcast for service businesses, creative professionals, consultants, and coaches. I'm your host, Lisa Spear. I'll be having behind-the-scenes conversations with entrepreneurs and brand creators, so you can gain insights and inspiration to apply to your brand and business. Please note, these are uncensored conversations with guests, so there's a chance they'll be adult language. This podcast is brought to you by Spearhead Solutions, a strategic branding business. Today's topic is brand communication during a crisis, and I've invited Nicole Petternell of Rain Communications to join me. I picked Nicole for this conversation for several reasons. With her background in PR and crisis communications, she brings a lot of expertise to the table. I've done some brand strategy for her company, so I know the behind the scenes commitment she has to bring heart, integrity, authenticity, and credibility to everything they do. I've also been through one of her company's presence, PR, and media trainings, so I have experienced it on the client side as well. Lastly, as small business owners, we're all grappling with how to proceed in this volatile time, and I can't think of anyone better to have this candid conversation with. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me. The reason I wanted to have this conversation is I think all small business owners are trying to figure out how to connect and communicate with new and prospective clients during this recent health crisis. I have some initial thoughts, and I wanted to get this conversation going with you to get a professional perspective, so I'm so happy to have you here. I'm glad to be here. So one of the first things I think about is getting back to basics, thinking about your business values and using them to help guide communication during this time. Because usually your business values are, you know, a way to help shape communication and not just about the immediate urgency. It can help ground or root you a little bit more um, when you've created those when things were going really smoothly. So how do you see business values helping people communicate during this time? That's a great question. I think, and this is from a personal perspective as well as client perspective, you know, we always kind of talk about what do you want to stand for? What is your reason that, you know, you created your company or your brand or whatever that might be in the first place? And so, you know, a lot of times when we're figuring that out, it's in the early stages of our business and we have a lot of passion and we're not as focused on the numbers. Right. And so <laughs> I think it's a great idea to revisit some of those and think about why did I get started? Um, what is it that I was so passionate about that made me want to to help people or to service people, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all, the end consumer is always the people. So I think that's really smart advice and things that you brought up is just to kind of get back to those basics. You recently had uh, posted an article on LinkedIn that I really caught my eye because you talked about putting people first over profit. And we'll put a link to the article in the show notes. But um, I'd like to talk a little bit about how people can start putting people first while they're still trying to run a business during this time. Yeah, it's tricky, right? So here's the thing. Um, We all have to make a living. I think I know even for ourselves, we're looking at, at things, especially like media appearances, right? So we have news stations all over canceling ourselves coming on, canceling guests coming on. Um, and so at first, we're like, well, what is our value going to be, right? So we have to go back and assess how it is that we're reaching people and what channels we're using um, and really look at what our messaging is. My belief is this isn't the time to outrightly sell yourself. And unless you are 
in a business where you are directly helping them in this time of need. And so to to kind of break that down, for us right now, first of all, I'm not pushing any kind of sales, right? I'm nurturing the relationships we have. Um, I'm asking people how I can help. So I'm not trying to sell crisis communications. I know people are freaking out around how do I communicate to my clients right now, you know? Um, If I'm a photographer and I'm in the wedding business, I have all my clients writing to me saying, are we still going to shoot the photography? Or if I own a venue, um, or if I'm a consultant, you know, uh, maybe I do speaking engagements for a living and left and right, they're canceling, you know, these, these speaking engagements or conferences. What you need to ask yourself is what can I give of value that is going to help them um, be more successful. Now, it might not be a sale. I know for us, we're doing free consulting calls, absolutely 100% free. But you have to think about your brand again and how you are strengthening your brand in this moment and the long game. I think anytime you're in business for yourself, it's the long game. It's it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. So what we need to think about is how we are going to strengthen our brand over the long run instead of really get these immediate sales. We don't want to react out of just fear, but look at this as, a, as an opportunity to be good servants within our community, to think about our brand and what our unique value proposition is and what we offer our clients and then look at ways to disperse that potentially you know grow brand awareness over a a larger potential client base but what we don't want to do is go for the hard sell right now what we want to do is think about what it is that we offer our clients or customers that's of unique value and look to kind of utilize that to help them at this time Um, pushing a product or a sale probably isn't the best idea right now we know people are concerned about their own finances as well but being a resource to people during this time they're going to remember after we get out of this hard time um, economically and business wise the, the good that you did in the community um, and how you helped to serve them and again that's going to strengthen your brand and your brand integrity over the long run just by how you are communicating these things and what you are choosing to focus on yeah that's really smart I think sometimes people get the urgent fear but then what they do is that they just push in a way and it's not actually sensitive to what's the reality that people are grappling with people are still trying to figure out you know how to take care of their kids while they're trying to work from home uh can they work from home like they're lining up a lot of logistics right now right I mean people are laying off employees right and they're small companies and this is heartbreaking to them to have to do that so the last thing we want to do is be pushing something that's not first of all it'll get lost in the clutter because it's not even top of mind right now but second we don't want to be tone deaf to the struggles that they are going through so if I am a in the example of laying off employees if I am maybe an attorney right and so I do kind of contractual law or things like that I'm looking to them and saying, how can I help you? Do you want me to review contracts for you and kind of tell you what your obligation is and what it's not? Now, I get you might be looking at that and saying, gosh, I'm working for free and I'm putting in these hours. And by all means, if you have current clients that you're working on, this doesn't have to take precedent or top priority. But you put yourself out there when it comes time for them to rehire and redo their contracts who are they going to call they're going to call the person that they worked with who helped them in their time of need so again I don't want it to look like you're you're again that you're taking advantage of the situation but my opinion is you should always look to help first and know that the rest will fall in place because you're working with integrity yeah I think that makes a lot of sense one of the things that I've been noticing too is the desire that I see people 
to actually provide something of value to you, even if it's unrelated to their business. Like I'm seeing a lot of sharing of like free resources and it might be someone else's business. It might be somebody else's friend that you know could make a huge impact because they're offering a free concert online or they're offering a, a you know, free Skillshare or, you know, just something really cool that I, I find that so inspiring right now. I agree. And I think it's the innovation that's going to come out of that is really, really neat. You know, I will say I have two young kids and we're doing this e-learning and I'm like, well, why don't, just kidding. I don't want to do that all the time. Let me rethink that through a little bit. But knowing like, hey, you know, we, our kids can only miss a certain days of school. If we have a really cool trip planned, could I do something like this? I think we're going to rethink how we communicate, how we interact. Um, hopefully how much time we spend with our families too, because I know we're pulled in so many directions right now. Um, it'll be really interesting to kind of see the innovation from a business standpoint that comes out of this. And I think the strengthening of community bonds. I think this is something that, again, we're in early days, but I'm really hopeful and encouraged with the ways I'm seeing communities try to help each other out at this time. Agreed, 100%. Um, you know, again, it's not necessarily like my wheelhouse, but I have a ton of stuff in my pantry. Who needs what? You know, that sort of thing. It's really getting back to some of those basics that I think we look at the kind of the golden years and people practicing some of those, just doing them at a distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with a lot of the things we've started talking about today kind of fall into about four categories that I can see. Um, so I'd love to just talk through these with you and just get your perspective from a brand communication and a crisis communication standpoint. So the first thing is, I think people are really looking for information of how to be safe and how to help other people in their community be safe. Do you have any additional thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. Definitely. Um, this has been really tricky for me because one of the things that we do for clients, both big and small, is figure out in a time of crisis what their communications plan should be. So again, we can go back to that photographer example. How am I communicating? Um, and I know we're talking about being safe, but like, how am I communicating with people that are reaching out to me as being their vendor? You know, should are they if they're looking to me to still say, okay, it's a okay, we're going to forge ahead. What is my responsibility then? Right? Like, what then falls on my shoulders to say, okay, we're going to proceed? Am I being a hero, or am I putting people in harm's way? So a lot of times when we do these crisis comp plans, they fall under really eight categories. One of them being, and you know, a lot of times people think crisis, it's, it's, it's self-inflicted, um, right? right? So <laughs> we had an employee bezel, embezzle money, or we had a technology hack um, internally, or whatever they may be. And those things do happen. But one category is kind of act of God. And so we'll place that in this category, most likely. There's still debate on well, yeah. how, how, that, how that looks. But at the end of the day, it's something we didn't have control over, right? So when we're doing that, yes, I always advise, like, let's have that crisis comm plan in place. Now, in lieu of that, where are we now and what do we still have control of? I will say that even if you have a crisis comp plan in place, a lot of those that we develop say, look to the CDC, look to um, you know FEMA or whatever those, those organizations are that we trust to be able to give us guidance. And we don't have a lot of that right now. So what we need to do is, again, I think if we have in place that this is not our time to profit, right? Like, yeah. let's set that on the back burner. But what is my unique positioning and how I can help? And still follow some of those guidelines. I always say it's better to be safe than sorry, right? Yeah. So if I'm a restaurant that wants to stay open, you know, I'm going to do um, uh, curbside delivery or takeout or whatever that looks like, in the, in the short period of time, we could say, that's great, we'll keep our sales afloat. Now think about the damage that's going to happen to your reputation and your brand if, in fact, you do have a sick employee that is then 
passing, you know, COVID-19 to every single person that comes and picks up the food? What is the brand reputation you're going to have in the long run? So we need to weigh all of these things out and how we're keeping people safe um, and figure out a comfortable, uh, I would say, a comfortable point where we are confident in the fact that our actions are being helpful and not hurtful, mm-hmm. but yet we aren't... Um, we aren't putting people in harm's way by by delivering our services. Yeah. And and I think that the restaurant's a good example. I think most of the people on this podcast are service businesses, so they're more, you know, a lot of things they can do virtually, but there are, like, examples of a photographer. Um, you know, there's the people who need to be in person for certain facets of their business, and so then that's, again, weighing the risk of hurting versus helping. Um, but you know, we do luckily have a certain amount of technology that can help us with many of the situations if we get creative. But I really like, uh, you talked about there's like eight different types of crises that people will need to communicate in. And I think that this one is a really unique example because it is affecting everybody. It is unique, but at the end of the day, we've been talking about things like, you know, um, nuclear warfare, and we've been talking about things like biohazards and these aren't that different than conversations we've been having for a long time. So while the situation, and this is usually for any kind of crisis, right? We could never have planned for 9-11, the scenario that was going to play out. However, we plan for war and we plan right. for those sorts of things. So that's why through Crisis Comm, it's, it's a bucket, really, yeah. right? And so we're kind of going through and looking at the emotions. Now, I've looked at some of the Crisis Comms plans that we've developed. We have healthcare clients, you know, that we yeah. help with that. So that's really like, okay, <laughs> what is important right now? What can we help with? And one of the biggest things to remember when you're talking about Crisis Comms is you don't need to have all the answers. I, I never would suggest making things up just to calm people's fears because if you are wrong, that could be catastrophic, right? But what I would say is you need to reassure, whether that is your clients, whether that is your neighbors or vendors that you work with, on, hey, this has been a disruption to all of our lives, as I know you understand. We're doing this ourselves right now. I am behind on answering RFPs. People understand. Like, we are all in in a weird place right now. I don't know when I'm going to give it to you, but I do know I will let you know by Friday you know, a timeline or whatever that might look like for your business. Um, if you're an attorney, but all of a sudden you're stuck working at home and two kids are there and you have to, you know, teach them and you learn them, communicate that to your clients. It's not an excuse. Just make sure you're setting up what those expectations are so people, they know how to, uh, like any kind of business, right, how to react and how to plan their own timelines. That makes a lot of sense. So let's look at the next one I had in mind. Um, we've already talked a little bit about this, so there may be nothing new to add here, but how to keep going with your business and get through it while you're also wanting to be respectful and uh, empathetic about everybody who's going through some tough times. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you'd like to add to that beyond what we've already talked about? Again, look to help. I mean, that's my biggest thing. Um, It's a great brand opportunity. It's also an opportunity, and granted, this is from a PR um, lens because that's how I look at a lot of things. But we know, for example, news stations are cut. Like, they're just not taking in-studio interviews. We've had six that were canceled this week alone. You know what I tell my clients? Now is a great time for us to re-examine your own content figure out what is helpful we can be talking about that's relative, just like we do when we go on the news, right? But Mm -hmm. be building that up. Also realize a lot of things are getting lost in the shuffle right now. So maybe it's planning for the future. Maybe it's looking at what my content is going to be next month and the month after. I just think we need to shift our focus from sell, sell, sell 
to yeah. help. And I think naturally, especially for being strategic and you're working with a brand expert and you have that you know person that you can talk to or relate to, you have a PR person, you can think strategically about how still getting your messaging out there in a way that's not offensive. Yeah, I think it's the idea of working on your business, not in your business. Correct, correct. <laughs> you know, but still doing it to help others, you yeah. know? Um, And I'm not saying you have to go to the lengths where it's taking up your full days and you're out there on the front line saying, you know, I'm going to be an attorney and work for free because I realize people are, we don't have to go to extremes. But I do think even if it's putting out thought leadership um, from your unique lens and telling other people how they can help at this time, that's helpful for people, right? So looking how you can do that and how you can disseminate that kind of information is important. I think that's one reason why I want to keep going with the podcast. You know, it's probably the sound quality is going to start changing and, you know, there's probably some things that I'm going to have to do a little differently differently, but I do want to stay connected. I still want to provide value to people. And I think that this is the perfect example of, of what feels really important to me and yeah. why I even wanted to have this conversation today. Yeah. And you're looking to help, right? So you're not on here. I wouldn't advise like going and doing a sales commercial right now, telling people what they should, but you're looking to help by yeah. disseminating information. And that's something we can all do. Like, I don't care what industry you're in. Um, we all have, right. If we have clients, that means we have people that are looking to us for some kind of expertise. So ask them, ask like, so what, what are you guys struggling with right now? And address that do do a, a, a podcast if you can from home do a webinar help people out because again you're still this is still a branding opportunity it's just the fact that you're doing it out of lens of helping instead of trying to profit yeah I think that's really great so number three I have is creating a sense of normalcy and connection so what thoughts do you have there and that's and that's really interesting. So we're not going to force it, right? I, yeah. I, I, I'm a person that believes, and this is tricky in the PR world especially, but embracing things authentically. So to say, hey, look over here while all this craziness is going on isn't going to work, right? People, yeah. even in the news cycle right now, if I'm going to go and pitch something to the media, it's it needs to be relevant to what's going on. They're not going to want to talk about, you know, my client's new restaurant opening, for sure, not that, but, (laughs) you know, different things that might be going on. What you do need to remember is that normalcy looks different for everyone, you know, and so for me right now, it's, I wake up every day and still make sure that I'm doing my gratitude journal, so I stay focused on the positive things. We do need that. We do need to realize the things that are fortunate and, you know, I am not a person that blames the media and says it's all them and blaming it. I, I think they're a reflection of what we have going on in this world and what people ask for and the yeah. knowledge that people want to receive from what is happening in the world. However, take time to look through your own lens and the, and the positive things that you have going on right now. Um, and the great thing is that with technology these days, we have more opportunities than ever to communicate. We have opportunities to communicate and segment who it is that we're communicating to, right? So just like we do with our clients, we're like, hey, you're going to reach someone different over Instagram, and it's going to be a different demographic than you are over Facebook. Pick up the phone and call the elderly in your life and check on them and make sure they're okay. Um, Talk to your clients. Uh, You can do some individual emails clearly, but also you can put things on your social media that are reaching out, that are giving tips. Community doesn't have to mean that we are in the same room with that person. Um, I know a lot of people that I've talked to are in situations where maybe they need support groups, maybe they're in recovery, and it's a tough time for them. And so we can still connect, we can still call, we have all those beautiful things if we really are purposeful with the way we're doing it and think through how it is that we're reaching people. Yeah, I think for me it's creating a new normal means like my day looks a little different. So while I haven't built out a new 
schedule yet. <laughs> I've been thinking about like building time into my day just to connect with people. So I know there's a few groups that I'm a part of that we're going to turn in-person meetings into Zoom conferences. I love that. And so just making sure that I have enough things like that going on and scheduling mm-hmm. them in so that I'm reaching out to other people and I'm also kind of keeping connected to the communities I'm already a part of. I love that. I think and something that I have learned as being a mom of two and an entrepreneur and part of a lot of different organizations is that's something I almost have to do anyway. I literally will put me time on there on my calendar. Usually that's the first thing to go, but that is something that I put on there to make yeah. sure I'm taking time for myself and for my mental health. It's another thing I do with my husband. You know, we have a date night schedule. Another thing I do with friends is say like, hey, this week I need to have lunch with one friend. So while maybe I'm not having lunch with that person, we're still having a phone date we're checking in on each other and so we have so many different ways to do that I think it's just being intentional about it and part of being intentional about it is looking at the positives and trying to release yourself from some of that fear yeah I think that's really good well the last thing I think is people are also looking for distraction so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we obviously um, want to find something to make us laugh during this time we want to still be learning and growing as humans and we still want to you know find some time that we're actively engaging in things that aren't the fear stuff because we do need to stay a, 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 you know in touch with what's happening so there is going to be a certain amount of checking the news and checking the stats and, sure. and being very aware but it's distraction I think can also be a very positive thing so what are your thoughts around that so I'm very goal oriented and I run my business very goal oriented so we do things with you know the very begin with the end in mind um, so for me that looks like Yes, I want to be entertained, and sometimes you just have to laugh, and I like to go for walks outside. But I'm also looking – I have a subscription to Masterclass, right? So I'm learning during this time. Well, maybe I would like to be sitting in coffee meetings. I'm still figuring out things that I can bring a value to my clients. That's great. Through podcasts and through – those Masterclass are great, by the way. Um, Not plugging, not a paid spokesperson, but I really (laughs) enjoy them. Um, So I feel like at the end of the day, think about the area you don't feel like you have control over. So if that's your business right now – Learn something about your business. Listen to a podcast. So when we're back to normal, you can you can look at this time and say, hey, it wasn't all for naught. I actually yeah. learned different things. I learned new skills or tools or figured out different ways to do things. I planned my uh, my social media calendar into, you know, 2029. 20, I don't know, whatever it may be. <laughs> I don't advise that, by the way, because it has to be strategically based, but that's another conversation. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, you know, we can still look at those areas we're fearful of figure out ways we can grow in them. And maybe for another person, that's your family. You know, I'm just trying not to scream at my children right now, and it's only day two. So, (laughs) you know, what things can I look at where I'm like, how can I be a good mom at this time? I'm looking at things I can enjoy with them that I truly find joy doing with them, and they do as well. Yeah. I think for me, um, one of my big ones is just going to be going on more walks with my dog. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it'll get me out in fresh air. If as long as I stay away from people, um, it's going to, you know, to kind of take me to a different headspace. And for me, particularly being inside so much, I think that's going to be a really big one for me. Yeah. If, if you're like me, I my best thinking time too is when I am walking or driving in the car. So for me, maybe it's just going for a drive scenically and picking up my phone where I can record ideas. Who knows what they will be about, right? Sometimes it's I should make this amazing dish or this is where I want to go for an anniversary trip. Or it's a lot of times business thoughts that I've had. Yeah. I think a lot of us too 
are people, and this is 100% me, that I have all of these ideas. I just never have the time to execute. So revisit what those ideas are. Hey, now you might have the time to do that. And again, if the end game is making your business more profitable and more robust and servicing more clients, take some of those ideas you've had now and you have the time to put them to action, right? So entertain yourself by all means. Do all those things. Watch a funny movie, whatever it is. But also look at the fact that you're not wasting time if you're doing things that help you grow. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is when we feel like certain things are out of our control, to feel like we can have a sense of purpose feels really, really good. And and whether, again, it's to help other people or it's to learn something ourselves, there is something about finding purpose in something that I think can really help shift some of that fear. Oh, for sure. I 100% agree. We don't feel like we're sitting here wasting our days and we're just waiting for the world to end, right? We feel like that in the midst of this chaos, we're still doing positive things. And that, I think just human nature right is 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 very very beneficial that's i'm right there with you that is what i'm trying to do as well as how can i be of service to others and how can i better myself during this time well that is such a great thought and tip Um, i love everything we covered today i think it's going to be super helpful for other people i know for me it was just helpful for me personally because there's been a lot of stuff i've had in my head and i just felt like it'd be really good to talk it through with someone who's an expert in crisis communication in communication in general Um, this is what you do so i just am so grateful that you took the time and i'm so happy that we were able to do this today yeah i really appreciate you having me on in this uh studio where we're social distancing from each other and it's (laughs) It's been a great afternoon. Well, where can people find you? And we'll put it in the show notes. Sure. So we are at www.reincommunications.com. That is uh, basically to represent holding the reins and being in control. Um, you can also find us on Facebook under Rain Communications, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, all the normal social channels. And you can also call us. Phone number is on the website, um, especially if you are finding that you need some advice right now on how to handle your own crisis communications. We're here to just give a free phone consult. Yeah, that's such a great gift to give people. I think that's going to be really useful. Thank you. Yeah, I hope so. I hope people take us up on it because I just want to ease some minds and, and help them feel like they do have control over some of the things that are going on. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Subscribe to the Branding BFF podcast to stay connected to more behind the scenes conversations about branding and business. We also welcome your rating and review on iTunes so we know what you enjoyed and more people can find us.